Welcome back to part two of the interview with Bernie. When we were growing up, we played outside until it got dark. We, maybe we were in the city or the country or whatever. We, all, we, we played. We played games. We made things out of a... I had a brook behind my house, and I'd make little mud forts and do oh, Fort Apache. Yeah. And yeah. we'd make up all kinds of games. With Sometimes we'd use dolls, but sometimes we'd use just our hands. And what was ever around, we played with. And yep. we used to have recess at school. We used to have time to play by ourselves. Yeah, so it's true. so sad. It really is. So... So what I did, because I had to do something about it, I had to reverse this whole thing. I, because champion of play and silliness. <laughs> so, so, I, so I bought a farm in Pennsylvania, and mm -hmm. it, had, it had, was 25 acres eventually, and I called it the Games Preserve. Because <laughs> it's not, even though, and ever since I called it that, people would come over and say, can I hunt here? Is it all right if I hunt here? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not those kind of games. It's games. So, uh, yeah. So uh, I call it the Game Preserve, and uh, um, I had a big barn there. And slowly, I was able to build up uh, a beautiful environment for people. I had, we, I must have had over a thousand board games and table games and puzzles. And I was also, I started reviewing games for Games Magazine. So I could get more games that way, and uh, and the UPS truck used to come by every day. We got to know him by name, and we would play with him, and, <laughs> and out in the and I would and I would do these workshops in this beautiful environment. And very often, even though the I mean we had ping pong and pinball and air hockey and and billiards, we had the flattest billiard table with the thickest slate underneath it in probably the entire within 10 miles of the Skokil River I'm telling you it was just anyhow uh, <clears throat> and it was a great it was it, I, we didn't make money a lot of times but but we accomplished what I really needed to be accomplished because we were we managed to give adults permission to play and in fact the best the best events of them all were the ones outside the barn not not with, with surrounded by games, but surrounded by nature. And and because their people had to make up their own, and had to create the play contract with each other, and there they could run amok as much as they needed to. And we had we had these we had a parachute and we used that for a tent or for a giant picnic table, and we would we would I I mean all these beautiful spontaneous games would start just arising from the freedom that we had, that we finally found is that the, the, the barn served as a kind of uh, uh, instantiation, that's the second time, <laughs> of, the permission, of the permission to play. It, I mean, it, the barn said, oh, look, the adults come in, we have the permission, it's here, it's this guy's invented so much money, invested so much money in it, and then look, it's all, we're obviously allowed to, but going out of the barn and being free from the the anything other than the beauty of being in this environment and each other, and people would start playing and and actually what was happening to get back to your first question, if I may, hmm. is that they were becoming playful, or let's say they were allowing themselves to be playful. 
Now, when you play a game, it's not necessarily, you don't have to be playful to play the game. It's like, it's like being a violin player, you know, you, 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 it's not necessarily conducive to being playful if you're playing a violin. I mean, it's, you're, you're creating beauty. Um, and, and in fact, the idea is to try to follow as closely as possible to the, to the script, to the score of the music, uh, but, but to get deep enough into it so you can just slightly modify it to represent uh, your deeper insight into what the music is really all about and, and, and to connect your emotion and your reasoning. Into. But that's, not, that's play but not playfulness. If you were playing the violin and it was like improv playing, it was jazz that you were playing, then it's a different thing. That becomes playful. So there's the there's the that's the unique thing about playfulness is that it really is it's not an act as much as it is an attitude. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a way of being. Um, I like to I like to uh, lately I've been saying that playfulness is the opposite of rigidity. I don't know if that really helps, but but for me it like because when I think of when I think of a playful person, I think of a person who's who's kind of loose, you know, who are like, like a good improv person, right? Who'll just move from one thing to another, who's not going to get frozen in a particular role, who's always there in a responsive position, you know, always responding to whatever somebody is doing or saying. Right. Instead and of reacting. Instead of reacting. And they start their days like this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes, we have places for those people too. But... <laughs> Anyhow, what I'm saying is that that's what play. That's the difference. Mm -hmm. And 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 I find that I mean a lot of people when we talk about playfulness, when I talk about playfulness, they think I'm talking about mindfulness, mm -hmm. because it's very much like that. It you know? is, it's, yeah. It's having having a certain presence of mind, but but mindfulness is always is always related to very serious stuff. When you think about mindfulness. It sounds more like you're very focused, you're very, you're attuned to the universe and you're paying attention to the way the wind is flowing over your hair and how this particular follicle is going this way and that you're so in tune when you can, and the, the butterfly's wings float over you when you feel the, but that's, that's, but it's not like, that's not like playfulness. Playfulness is like is a way of interacting physically, emotionally, uh, uh, with the world, and with other people, uh, anything in the world. It's it's an interactive, physical embodiment of of play. I mean, it, it, it's rude as play, but the action is one where you're not where it's one of responsiveness. Responsiveness, mm -hmm. I guess. Well, like Ram Das said, in "Be Here Now," we're, I'm totally here now when I'm in play. I'm not thinking about something else or whatever. But what do but, you think? Yes, but and also, you don't have to agree with me. I can be wrong. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's part of our freedom. It's kind of fun right. to be wrong from time to time. <laughs> Go ahead, be wrong if you want. All right. Um, <laughs> but. It's one, yes, it's engaging in the world, but it's also, yeah, I mean, it's, 
See, the, the followers of Ram Das are also people who take it very seriously. Mm. And when you think, when, when they, when, most of them, when they try, they want to meditate. And they want to be in this kind of very divine connection with the world. And maybe drop acid at the same time while they're smoking pot and dancing and being naked. And that's Horrible. all what it's, <laughs> Horrible uh, stuff. I've never done it myself. Bernie. No, me neither. Oh, no. I'm only talking about what I heard about these. But yeah. <laughs> but but I'd say that playfulness is more engaging in more engaging in in, in 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 being a participant in making the world, not just experiencing the world. Ooh, that's good. That's I like good. That. Yeah, like you can that. keep. Why don't you keep that? Use like that somewhere. That. You know, you've used some terms like a contract to play, permission to play, and the the word willingness comes up a lot in your work that I've seen. And being willing. Yeah. Yeah. So what? <laughs> <laughs> what? So what? And now what? Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but uh, what, what about the contract to play? Can you address that just a little bit more? What does that mean? Well. It's if if I want to play with you, or let's say we want to play with each other, is even better. And um, uh, we have we set up a kind of a, an agreement that we're not going to take each other seriously, uh, unless unless serious needs come across. Unless and, and if that happens, then we'll break the play contract for that time. So if you have to go to the bathroom, then then we have to stop playing so you can attend to your needs. Mm -hmm. It's just as simple as that. Um, so, so while we're playing, it's possible for somebody to break the, the contract, the agreement that we're going to be playing, and do something that's out of, out of the sphere of play. Take something, take something seriously that you meant playfully. That's one example. Okay. Uh, uh, get upset because they're not winning. Uh, that's another mm. example. And, and because they, if the contract is to play and have fun together then the goal is not to win. The goal is to play and have fun together. And that's what that's what that's how we understand our relationship and our purpose. And if somebody takes winning, gets very angry because he's not winning, well, then that person is breaking the contract because that wasn't what we agreed to. We agreed to play to have fun. So unfortunately, for most, most children past the age of 10 and for the rest of our lives after that, we take the play contract too. We only have that serious play contract, and it's too serious. It becomes a binding one, and it becomes one in which the only way we have to measure how much fun we're having is whether we're winning or not. And and that's that's devastation. That's that's a psychic death mm -hmm. because instead of being able to 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 embrace our freedom together, it we become locked in this thing where. I, I talk about instead of instead of we being the people who determine whether the game is good enough to play, the game becomes the thing that determines whether we're good enough to play. This is very profound. It is so Zen-like. I'm telling you, my mind I'm, is just going oh. a million miles. But I, you know, I had an example of this the other day. I was uh, in a pool when there were some little boys there, and I said, "Let's see who can hold their breath longer in the water," and. I did, and I and I did. I said I won, and I thought, wait a minute, I won. So what? Really? <laughs> I beat this poor little kid with no lungs. Yeah. Uh, what's that about? So, so I practiced that a lot when I was involved in games because it was 
you know, the, the and and I learned that you could it's to maintain the play contract. Um, that then the the rules are you have to realize that the game is not as important as the people who are playing. So that means that you that rather than trying to win, if the if you if the game gets in your way, you should change the rules. Mm-hmm. And in in my book, the well played game, there's at least one chapter, if not two, devoted to the art of cheating. Yeah, because because. There's a certain kind of cheating that you have to do in order to keep the contract uh, uh, pure, uh, the way uh, in order to keep the intention to play one that that is 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 followed, as opposed to one that becomes denied to the players because they decide that the game becomes more important. Right. Well, mentioning the well-played game, which was published initially in in what 1978. Yes. And has been republished by MIT. MIT? Press. <laughs> It's an incredible book. It's wonderful. Oh, and, and and now there's another book that you're giving away called A Playful Path. Look at you. You're yes. giving it away. I'm giving it away. <laughs> What's the matter with you know, You know what I... All right. This is a little depressing. I wrote a, po- I wrote a post. It's a little depressing. I'm going to get depressed before I even talk about it because it's, maybe it's very depressing. I think I know the post of which you speak. Go ahead. I wrote a post. I said I have cancer, but it's not going to stop me, and I'm going to make. I'm going to be having fun. And it's wonderful, and 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 you shouldn't feel sorry for me. Be cancer, schmancer. I don't care, and I'm going to go out playing. That's what my post was, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, on that day, I got four hundred thousand downloads of a playful path. Four hundred thousand. I went. Just when I, just, it wasn't, I went viral. Just as the time my body was getting viral, so did my, it's funny with the virus, it's polio. It's not a virus, but anyhow, I like to say it. But 400,000 people downloaded the Playful Path. Oh, if I had only asked for a dollar. I know. (laughs) You need a better manager. I'm available. Come on. Let me tell you. It's a beautiful, beautiful book. And uh, it's so so generous of you to give this book. And I'm going to urge everybody. I'm going to put links up to all of your beautiful work. But, you know, uh, and yesterday was an incredible day in Indianapolis. There was a groundbreaking ceremony, wasn't there? Yes, yes, there was. You want me to talk about it? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> you're so devious. <laughs> I don't know how you do these things to me. <laughs> All right. So um, so there I am dying, you know, and I'm thinking about dying. And, and, and I'm thinking about I want to leave a, a, a memorial so that my, my fam- for my family and my community. So if they want to think about me and maybe pretend they're talking to me, there would be something that was like a physical... Have I said instantiation yet? Only twice. Say it again. Oh, physical instantiation <laughs> of my spiritual being. So, so I, at first I think I'm going to make something. Uh, I'm going to invent a new playground device. And then I start looking into playground devices and realize that I'm not going to live long enough to see through the invention of one of those things because... You know, there's so many safety concerns and durability concerns. And so I started looking around in, in um, 
um, books in, you know, like recreation equipment books to try to find out what people are selling and what there's available. And I go online and I start searching for the, and I discovered this thing that's called the expression swing. And I fell in love with it. And what it is, is a swing. It's actually two swings. It's a combination of a baby swing and an adult swing. So, so imagine the baby swing is like that, like a little bucket, right? Mm -hmm. You know how those baby swings are? Mm -hmm. Can you imagine a baby swing? I can. The, I, I, I actually have seen pictures of the expression swing, but I'm visualizing oh, so you know. with you. Yeah. And, and here is the adult swing, which is like, a, and they're attached. So when you go, you're swinging together. You get that thing? Yeah. Isn't that a perfect? Yeah. Beautiful. So Beautiful. that's the whole. So what happens is, is that the parent is, is first of all, instead of being behind the kid and pushing him on the swing, the parent is, is in front of the kid and can watch the expressions on the kid's face. And the kids can watch the parent's mm -hmm. face. And, and, and there's this, this beautiful kind of resonance of joy. You know, I can look at your face and feel the joy and you can look at my face and that makes me feel more joyful. And then you start laughing and I start laughing. And the whole, I said, oh, this is my, this is, this is what I'm about. You know, it's that sharing of play, that sharing of joy, shared delight is really the kind of my favorite kind of that's what I'm into. That's what I teach. That's what a good game does for people. That moment of shared laughter is, oh, transporting is, I think it's like a, such a spiritual experience. Anyhow, I find, I, I, I call up the company and that makes this thing called the expression swing. I find, and I tell them I'm interested. I think I want to, would like to have it in my park. And they said, I'm so excited you're interested. I'm so, they did this on the telephone, so I couldn't really see, but I'm imagining they're going, I'm so excited because we love the expression swing and we think it's wonderful and we're not getting enough attention to it. And the fact that, that you, Mr. DeCoven, such a play person who knows things would like it, I, we, would love, we, would, we would love that if you did that. Not only would we love it, we would love it so much that we would donate the swings and how many swings do you want? You want one or two? I said, gotta have two. I said, absolutely. We'll give you a pair of swings and we'll donate it. Well, little did I know that donating the swings does not mean donating the putting the swings in. So <laughs> the putting the swings in costs about three times as much as the swings do. Three times as wow. much as the swings wow. do. Wow. However, so my daughter, my that's why we live in Indianapolis now because I wanted to be close to my daughter, mm -hmm. Shale. She says she she's there's a I don't know how she does it, but there's a a birthday gift fund. What I want for my birthday, it, and there's a some organization that makes a fund. I want this for my birthday. Please contribute to this so I can get this for my birthday. So she asks them to contribute to the swing project, and she gets she gets a couple of thousand dollars, just. Because people, they love her. They don't know me from Adam, but they know her. And she is so <laughs> wonderful and so playful. And so, and they want it. And so, and it's for her birthday, she says. Me, for my birthday, I wanted a new iPad. But <laughs> so anyhow, uh, and so we just had the, the ribbon cutting ceremony yesterday. And it was beautiful. Oh, man. Things started happening that I had no anticipation would happen. We had... Kids came over. Oh, and kids started. We had kids on on the adult side and the baby side. 
Everybody wanted to swing on both sides at the same time. And we had, and we, at one time there was this one, like a five-year-old kid who started pushing everybody, you know, so they could go too. And, and, and there was like a baby who was trying, like a four-year-old kid trying to be on the adult swing. And there was this big <laughs> fat kid, I think he was maybe seven, who could barely fit into the... <laughs> so that was just, it was beautiful. It was and it was all spontaneous play and joyful. I'm so glad you had a great day with that yesterday. Yeah, me too. That is wonderful. And I'm going to post some pictures too along with this interview. I'm going to post a whole bunch of stuff like the games oh. preserve. I've had pictures of the oh. games preserve. Oh, and those do cool you really? Things. That's great. Yeah, and I don't know how long we've been talking because I can go forever. I'm having so I much know, fun I, here. I, I'm afraid it's going over the 45 minute thing. That's but... okay because we can break it in half or whatever. Because I'm having so much fun. But I, I tell you something that blew my mind. Uh, about you is that around 1981 you needed some uh money 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 <laughs> and yeah, what did had, you do <laughs> well we had a so at that time i decided uh, yeah so i of all the games that we got from commercial companies there was uh, uh i there were starting to come in these electronic games computer games and Atari sent me for review uh, the one of the game machines that they had that had it was I think it was uh, the game of Tank, and and it wasn't just one game it was like fifty different variations of the game, and and I was so excited because I realized that hey if if there this is just about what I've been teaching it's close to what I've been teaching because. It's it's not saying can I beat you at the tank because if I say I can win this game then you can say well which variation can you win have you tried fourteen I bet you I can beat you at fourteen yeah but I can beat you at twenty six so so it's it becomes like a negotiation it becomes a different kind of experience that it's like the game it's like just like I talk about it because more like a play community than a game community because mm -hmm. we're playing the same game but we have to decide which version we want to play so I decide. And I'm going to be designing computer games. And I go to, lo and behold, I wind up designing computer games. And it was like magic. I happened to know the guy who was the president of one of the, anyhow, but he hired me. And, and, and I was successful. It was a great time to be designing. It was like the app time, designing apps is mm -hmm, now. Mm -hmm. Because there was little, the technology, I had 4K of, uh, 4K to work in to design my, 4K to design my games uh, in 1981, that was wow. big talk. Wow! <laughs> yet, and yet, 4K was enough to create universes, you know, uh, because you know it was more abstract, like Minecraft is now. Mm -hmm. It was more abstract then, and you could do any. So I had I had a really good time and designed a lot of games. But then the technology advanced, and it, it got me depressed because um, um, uh, it got very. They started getting into a lot of graphics. They got more, more uh, space, more you know, mm -hmm. bigger computers, and they got into a lot of graphics. And the result was that the process had to be more realistic. And so they put all their, they started putting all their time and money and talent into the 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 graphics of the computer of the game, and very little into the design of the game. Mm -hmm. So they would they would be producing one game after another game after another game all pretty much the same, but just with different graphics in it. So I, I had to get out of that and find something else. What'd you find? 
Uh, well, oh, well. No, you know what I'm finding? I'm finding it's too late now. I got to go already. Oh, okay. Well, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll do this again, don't won't we? Maybe. It depends. It all depends. If if what I see. Have I got to see the video first before you? I can do that. Would you like me to do that? If I like it enough, maybe we'll do another. Okay. Well, this better be darn good. Jesus, it's up to you, man. Not yeah. my responsibility. Yeah. Jesus, you better put together a beautiful thing here. Don't feel on the spot. I want to I wanna tell you something, and I mean this with all my heart, even though we just met. I love you. Uh, and I thank you for everything you've done to help me and other people learn about why it's so important to play and to be playful in our lives. You're a wonderful example. And if you don't give me another interview after I said those nice things, there's something wrong with you, Bernie. All right, I'll give you an interview. <laughs> okay. I'll talk I'm not to telling you. you, I'm not saying how long yet. Okay. It might be just 10 minutes, you know. That's fine. I, hey, okay. thank you, okay. thank you. I love you. Have a wonderful, blessed day. You too, Margo. A pleasure meeting you. You too. Bye.